the number is in the dozens. So in other words, 35 is her best guesstimation. She's like, I figure it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 30, of a few dozen. A few dozen. And she's only 31 years, 30, 31 years old. A few dozen. Do you know what that does to a female psyche? No, no, no. Think about this for a few moments. Do you know what that does to a female psyche? A woman can't have man after man, dude after dude, throw her legs open, and parts of her psyche are getting not getting ripped out. You turn into a public utility. No amount of counseling, no amount of therapy, no amount of drugs, no amount of pills, no amount of patting you on the back. Man, you can't fix that. Who the hell in here thinks that you can fix a chick who slept with 60 men? Somebody in the chat room, you give me the diamond emoji if you think that you can fix a female who has slept with 60 men by the age of 30. Her psyche has been trampled. Her mental and emotional state has been trashed, man. There's not going to be anything you can do with her. That's it. Her femininity is gone. That's why females who slept with a bunch of guys, they've got nasty, filthy vocabularies. Nasty, filthy, vulgar, pornographic talk in Britney Renner is the epitome of that. Not any feminine behavior, nothing soft, nothing feminine, nothing like that. Hell no, not after dozens of men have had their way with you early in life. Not at this point here. That's it. You're gone. You're gone. She's sitting there, and the other thing is, I'm going to get into the whole list of it and explain these things. But folks, you think about that for a few moments. After dozens of men done grip your hips, <laughs> you've had dozens of men grip your hips, grab your ponytail, someone be choking you by the neck. I'm, I'm not saying this because I want to be salacious. What I'm trying to tell you is I want you to just understand that for a few moments. Is one thing when you've done them, we're not going to get into specific fetishes or specific sex acts, but y'all know where we going? Come on now. Is one thing if you perform specific sex acts, I'm not talking about the vanilla stuff. I'm talking about the, you got to pay extra to get this. It's one thing if you do that with one man. It's another thing when it's just a string of dudes. Everybody just done had their way with you. Grabbed your hair, grabbed your cheeks, grabbed your feet, bent your knees, just all over the damn place. And you 30 years old, there ain't nothing you ain't did. There's nothing you haven't done. And you think that you're a whole human being and that you will ever be balanced? Who the hell are you fooling? You are broken. There's not going to be anything you can do that. You are broken. 30 years old, she done. She done. But she had to say that number. You know why? Because that number is killing her. Her psyche is broken. That number is murdering her. She can't stand it because she feels like the world can see it. And we can. So she's just, she's like a thief. She's like a killer who hears the person that they killed bumping up, up, up into the house. Hey, let me have a little bit the person's dead, but your guilty conscience is won't let you sleep. Your guilty conscience won't let you go. 
So that's why she said that because she knows that men uh, ain't really cool on her and they're rejecting her. She knows that now she's trying to figure out, you know, let me go ahead and try to get in front of it. Maybe you can't get in front of three dozen bodies. And those are just the three dozen that you cop to. We all know she was running around with athletes, rappers, and everything, Instagram folks, and everything, everything else. Oh, but we, we know your number is sky high. She came from what, Ohio? Then she went down to Mississippi. She went to Jackson State where the running through got started. Let me go ahead and play that for you all right quick because I went through the torment of listening to that damn thing so that you won't have to. First of all, we're going to start with some emotional imbalance here. I, 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 I'm not going to show any video from it because YouTube dings you for that kind of thing, but. Here she is talking about when she got to Jackson State. So she went to college. Here she is talking about Jackson State. I'm, I hate school, but I love to learn. <laughs> well, that's oxymoron. <laughs> well, that's what I am. I am an oxymoron. I am a juicy contradiction. Right. Like, I love Okay. Another thing about mixed chicks, that, that emotional instability is like, they're loud, they're gregarious. And, and shout out to the mixed chicks out there and everything. You know, it, it ain't no hate. We accept everybody here. We just got to keep it real tonight, though. Tonight, can we just keep it real one time? Can we just lay it on the bricks and just say, hey, this is how he is, okay? This is how he is. So let's just say it like this. When I say mixed chicks are crazy, this is what the hell I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. So... No hate. I'm just saying, can we can we just be honest with ourselves for a minute and just call me this? I, I hate school, but I love to learn. <laughs> well, that's oxymoron. <laughs> well, that's what I am. I am an oxymoron. I am a juicy contradiction. Right. Like, I love Halloween, but I don't like So, you go to Jackson State, it's a culture shock. All of a sudden, now you have to click up with the other half to have that you weren't really necessarily. Not because you didn't want to, because you just probably I wasn't exposed to it. Right. Yeah. Now, yeah. So he's talking about her being biracial. Now you're being exposed to the other half. So listen to what she has to say about the other half. You felt more comfortable. And so now, how did the girls treat Brittany? Because you So about the black girls at the school. She's a biracial chick. So how did the black girls treat you? Different. I mean, you, you know, you got paper bags for you. Right. Are you sure we can't have one more shot? She's not brown. She is high yellow, sir. She is far from brown. Far from brown. Then she's like, can, can we pour another shot of liquor? And she really does get that. So, yeah, no substance abuse. Folks, mulattoes and substance abuse go hand in hand. Go, it go hand in hands. I'm not beating up on y'all. Can we just lay it on the table one time? If any fella in here who's dated a mixed chick, you know, mixed chicks and substance abuse go hand in hand. It's just, there it is right. You ain't even gonna ask. They'll tell you where the dope spot is. Sure. Woo! Jesus, hell. Um, just a baby boy. But wow. I'm not gonna lie. I never had any. I see that question. Like, I <laughs> I honestly felt I felt accepted. You felt accepted. I did, yeah. And but I will tell you because I know this is like a, it's a, it's a popular topic. It's a it's a it's a really interesting question. We were out on that field playing against those because there were a lot of HBCUs that had predominantly white players. Right. When those players were on the field calling us inward. Right. It wasn't half of me was enraged or, oh, that, 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 that don't apply to me. Right. You know, I'm only half. Right. We're all fighting. Right. So that's why for me, it's like, whatever color my skin is, baby, let's go. Let's saddle up. Let's go. Because you're not going to talk to us like that. Right. So half or not. How was it? All right. Let me go ahead and deal with this right quick. Folks, racism does not exist to folks like Brittany Renner until they need it to. They wish they could fit in with the white side. They wish they could fit in with the white side of the family. Ain't nobody trying to hear them over there. So the only place they can be heard is among black folks. So 
Right? They never mention racism. It never gets mentioned. It never gets talked about. Black folk getting killed all over the damn place. They're dead silent. It's only when acknowledging racism is convenient, i.e. when they're in front of real black folk, all of a sudden they talk about the time they got called nigger back in high school or got called nigger back in college. But after that, they are dead silent. By the way, it's very interesting that Brittany would say that. Very interesting that Brittany would say that about the HBCUs, they had white quarterbacks and whatnot and calling them niggas over there. Very interesting that she would say that. Very interesting. And she's trying to let you know that, oh, she was on top of the game about racial identity and things like that. So glad that she said that. Soccer aside, you're not on the soccer field. You walk into class, you're in the student center, or you're in the yard. I mean, so what would, how did the women, how would the women at Jackson State treat Brittany? I felt very much accepted. I feel like black people are the most accepted on this planet. And they don't accept you to something that's not wrong with you. That's what I learned. Hey, I'm both, so I can say that. Right. Okay, uh, I've seen both sides. Right. And I feel like they're the most understanding, the most compassionate, the most accepting, the most open. We always know that they, we always know that the mixed chicks never take advantage of that, don't they? Shout out Halle Berry. Black when convenient. But by the way, I'm so glad she said that. Black people are the most accepting people. Glad she said that. That's what I learned. Hey, I'm both, so I can say that. Right. Okay, uh, I've seen both sides. Right. And I feel like they're the most understanding, the most compassionate, the most accepting, the most open. I read that you led Jackson State to the first ever swag soccer championship in 2010. You won tournament MVP. And freshman of the year. And freshman of the year. Did you ever think about pursuing soccer professionally? Yeah, but love has always been my career. Oh, man. You met a guy. The quarterback. Oh, man. And guess what? He was white. Oh, <laughs> 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 time out. Time yeah, hold up, hold up, time out. Wasn't she the chick who just told us about the white quarterbacks of these other schools who were calling them nigga bees? Wasn't she just saying that? See, that's why I let the thing roll on. See, this is why you got to have somebody who actually listens to the whole interview, people. If you want to know how pearly things got caught up, by the way, there's videos out there now that have millions of views talking about pearly things, never mentioned me one time, by the way. So the fear is real, but I digress. I'm perfectly fine by that. You, you know, y'all being scared of me, let's know I'm on the right track. But by the way, um, yeah, this is why I listened to the whole interview, because I want you all to understand, while everybody's talking about the 35 guys, nobody is talking about this part. By the way, no one's talking about this part where she tells you, by the way, yeah, I didn't pursue soccer and whatnot because I, I started dating the white quarterback at the school. I started dating the white quarterback. Oh, they ain't mentioned that, huh? Didn't say anything about that. Nothing about that at all. But she's got a whole lot to say otherwise. And that's the reason why I'm doing a nice program. I'm doing a nice program because, as you all know, she's very bombastic. She keeps going in that vein. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that because they have been led and been conditioned to think that kind of thing is okay. Led and conditioned to think that kind of thing is okay. What I want to do here, I want to go ahead and jump forward to later in the interview. We got some more things they talk about here that I want you to hear about. So when there are these breakups, or if there was somebody who was maybe dating with ill intentions, when that stuff happens, it can get messy. Right. Right. It can get messy, especially when you don't. Okay, let me back up a little bit here because she was upset about Deion Sanders. When Deion Sanders brought her to Jackson State to speak to his players, she was upset about that. She didn't like that. So she's telling Shannon that she didn't like that, the way that it was portrayed in the media 
and how it was promoted when she went to go talk to those players when Deion Sanders asked to come to Jackson State. Is, is that you know what I'm talking about. That's why you are, you move the way that you move in dating because you can't just be out here all willy nilly and, mm -hmm. and situation that I would know nothing about considering that I'm not a woman. So I don't know what's going Because me. Because, you know, he'll have the very like a woman score. So, oh, really? But don't try to correlate. No, no, no. I, just, I don't, I don't, I'm not a woman. So you're asking it's me. It's just a way, you know why you say it. You're no, well, say. what do you mean why, why, why I said How did I say it? Again, no hate on the light-skinned chicks here. No hate whatsoever. We got to just put it on the bricks. Y'all know how y'all are, by the way. You got a light-skinned chick who's been run through? Dude. Not Norman Bates, Norma Bates. I mean, I'm asking you. So this is the information. Is that, is that a warrant or not response? You're asking me as a man to to a situation that I don't know nothing about considering that I'm not a woman. So I don't know what's going on. Because me, sure things have happened, but I have to move it along. I don't get the luxury of being able to be scornful and to lash out or to retaliate. If someone says, don't call me again, I don't have the luxury of calling you again because that is harassment. Shannon Sharp called me in harassment. I'm going to be in the paper. I'm going to lose my job. So you can understand all damn day. They said, if you're going podcast, talk about their relationships all damn day. They're in the tabloids. There are relationships out there all over the damn place. Well, yeah, because when nothing's going on, that's all you got all that's offered. So, rather interesting she would say that. Tom and Jerry. Saying yeah. so, when you say, Oh, men that have they're gonna date women less than 
Think about the ramifications of how people, men, women, everybody, would look at you because. Did you all hear that? I heard that you, you said that you were with two men, three men, four men over the course of a 24, 48-hour period. Folks, I mean, of course, which, yeah, you can learn from experiences both good and bad, but what I'm saying is what the hell you got to teach anybody when four, after four dudes done trampled you down and done did the Boston stomp on your drawers in a day? What do you have to teach other than this is the kind of person we don't want to be like? After, listen, ladies, let me explain something to you, okay? Let me explain something to you. After people find out that you a toss-up, you're a pass around. After they find out that you've done all this stuff, just understand something. Nobody's going to listen to you. And the reason they're not going to listen to you is because no female wants to end up like you. So you don't have any lessons to teach. You don't have anything to teach. Shannon, wrap up the interview. She's got nothing else to tell you. There isn't another chick in the room who wants to end up like this. You don't have anything to teach them. This is like telling folks, man, I smoked a bunch of crack and smoked a bunch of damn money. Okay, you ain't got nothing to teach them. They're not listening to you. They're not listening to you. All you're doing is sitting up here and airing your dirty laundry. There are no females. There are no men. There's nobody out there saying, who tell me more? Can you give me more details? Can you give me more details about what happened and how it happened? Nobody wants to hear that. Once you say that, that's it. You've been disqualified. Folks are going to laugh at you. People are going to snicker behind your back. They're going to mock you behind your back. Or they're going to mock you in your face. But you're delusional if you think anybody's going to sit here and say, Oh, tell me more. I need to hear more details. Let me find out what you learned. All they're going to say is you got to be the dumbest son of a gun if you let old niggas up your trash on draws in a day. If you let four dudes run through you in a damn day and then you're going to come back just talking about, look, let me tell you what I learned. Let me tell you what I know. What you need to know is sit your ass down and be quiet. You ain't got nothing to teach. Nothing. You want to know why folks are giggling and laughing and mocking and doing programs about how bad it is? That's why. Ladies, if you trash yourselves enough, if you do enough stupid stuff, anyway, there's a reason why nobody asks porn chicks for relationship advice. <laughs> there's a reason that people don't ask porn chicks about how how to turn their lives around and how to improve their love lives and how to get a proper relationship. They're, they're, people don't even want to hear what you got to say. They don't give a damn if you got religion, you gone to church, you got born again. Let me, do you all know, I've talked, you all know, even right here on the business, I've talked to a number of chicks who are in porn, were in porn or whatever. All of them act like they got something to teach you. Shout out Bethany Benz. They all act like they got something to teach you. And there's not a single female who thinks that Bethany Benz got a damn thing to teach them. Let me show you what I did wrong. Maybe anybody listen to you? Not gonna work. Brittany, 
Go ahead and just throw it all out there. It's not going to get any worse. You've got nothing to teach. In the chat room, Mia Khalifa. What's she going to teach? These are the, There are no group of females talking about, you know what? I really need to know the facts of life from Mia Khalifa, though. Oh, man, tell me how bad it can get. You have disqualified yourself. You can sit there and be delusional if you want to. You disqualified yourself. Brittany, this is all for entertainment, baby. This is all for entertainment. When you talk about men and your views on men, eh, once you throw that number out there, once you let everybody know that a bunch of dudes done seen you naked, at that point, the men don't listen and the women have checked out. Recognize when you have lost your audience. They don't want to sit here and hear about, I slept with so many dudes, I got a yeast infection. They don't even want, but it's like, baby, we didn't even want to hear the details about this. No, let me tell you so you can learn from my experience. I damn your experience. We didn't need all that. There's nobody who said, you know what, well, I really need to know whether or not you got a yeast infection for the whole thing. That's what I need to know. I need to know that. We got over 2,300 people in here listening live right now. With only 1,000 likes. I guess I'm upsetting all the lights getting broken tonight. I guess I am. Well, I wouldn't want to sit here and defend you too long now, would I? So Brittany is letting you know. It's like, hell, we can't even make it to the interview without going into the gruesome details. said on a radio show or a TV show about your dating problems with one man, two men, three men, four 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 Did you think about the ramifications of how people, men, women, everybody, would look at you because or does that not bother you? Or you learn to tune that out? So you're referring to one insular. I can actually recall and pinpoint it perfectly. There was a video that I did in my car where I was talking about how I had sex with was it three men in a day, yes. and then I ended up getting a yeast infection. Yes. That was I came out pretty unscathed for just the yeast infection, right. considering what I could have gotten. Right. Um, it wasn't that you know, oh uh, man, I hope you want to. Well, I was I was I I was on birth control for ten years before I had my son. I got off. There's a conversation with my child's father. So I, I again, the whole trapping thing, yeah, trapping wasn't big. And on top of that, I never wanted to have it. I looked at kids as You never wanted to make me up. You never wanted a baby daddy. You wanted to be a mom. You didn't want to yes. be a baby mom. You wanted to be a mom. That's why I waited until I had my baby when I was 29. I thought I was doing it right. I thought that was my guy. And I, I never really liked kids. I always thought I referred to them as crotch goblins, to be honest. Yeah. She referred, I never wanted to have kids. I referred to them as crotch goblins. I never wanted to have kids. I referred to them as crotch goblins. Got laid out there though. I mean, this is, you, you hear this kind of thing with the mixed chicks. This is the way they see that. I mean, I'm not beating up on y'all. I'm just saying, can we just be honest for a moment here? Y'all know to get down. They, 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 they can, they can have some of these, you know, really quirky, eclectic senses of humor about things, but they really don't have a filter because they feel so entitled. They feel so entitled that they don't think they need a filter. But their life is a journey of hopping from one contempt to another. To the point that she's sitting here in front of millions of people and doesn't have enough sense to not say what she just said. But did you think? Did I think about the ramifications yes. of telling people that I had sex with Yes, I don't care, it's true. If you don't, if you don't see me as a potential dating person, Great. One less heartbreak. Leave me alone, and I'm going to continue to live my you, life. But, but you do understand 
with me. That's hard for us, man. Look, like you said, don't make the person private. Now, if you and I have a conversation, and you're sitting up here with a conversation, here's the other issue. What type of man is going to accept that? Who is the fella who's going to accept having that kind of chick? Dude, you're supposed to have more respect for yourself than that. The problem is, we if, if even if Brittany Renner did get PJ Washington to marry her, even if she did get somebody else to do it, it's not going to help her because all of us are going to be mocking him and laughing at him. None of us will respect him. There aren't going to be any group of men saying, damn, I wish I could be him. So she's going to have to take whoever will take her. But guess what? He will be a guy of no status, no esteem. It's not going to be anything. There are consequences for your actions. There are consequences for your actions as men. If we do stupid stuff with our money, young in life, and it puts us behind the eight ball when we're 30 or 40 years old, you got to hold that. If you've been chasing your dreams and getting your record contract for 30 years and you didn't sit up here and get a real skill, you're going to have to hold that. By the way, keep Vape King and Trice information. If they don't call up, we're going to ban them. Life is just that simple. In any case, we can't respect the man. Even if Britney did get a dude who would take that, Folks can't respect him, and the reason they can't is it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter what he does. It doesn't matter how much money he has. He is the king of the sims. It's like, dude, you could have did. We can't respect a man who settles for far less than he could have got. If you're a guy who can get Britney Renner, you could get a lot better. So by definition, we can't respect you. We can mock you. We can lampoon you. We can laugh at you. But we can't respect you. You're King Simp. You're King Beta. We can't respect him. He might be a fine, upstanding citizen. He might stay out of jail. He might not get into criminal trouble. But none of us as men want to be him. He's not a guy that we look at and say, damn, wish I'd be like you. That's the problem, Brittany. Even if you could find a fellow who would overlook it, none of us would want to be him. None of us men would admire him. He can't sit among the men and brag about his woman. Case in point, Ciara and Russell Wilson. Ciara, Russell Wilson cannot sit among the men. He can't sit among the men and brag to the men about the woman he's got. None of us look at his woman and say, damn, I wish I had that. The only thing men would say is having sex with her would probably be cool. But as far as having her as a person, no. Men don't want Ciara. They wouldn't mind having sex with her, but having sex with her and making a commitment to her are two separate things. Nobody is fighting with Russell Wilson to make a commitment to Ciara. And none of us as men wish we were Russell. We say, hey, Ciara, you found you a sucker-ass simp? Good for you. None of us say to Russell Wilson, hey, dude, you got Ciara. Good for you. There's, there are no group of men sitting with Russell saying, damn, can you tell me how I can get a Ciara? We ain't going to hate on him, but it's just like, hey, dude, there's nothing to brag about there, bro. You and her can sit over there on Instagram and pretend y'all kicking it big. The only people who are big up in Russell Wilson are all the single moms from around the damn world living out their fantasy. Russell Wilson has no respect where it counts most amongst the men. There are no men out here who admire him. There are no men out here who say, hey, good going for you. There are no men out here who validate him. 
And because the men will not validate him, Ciara can't get validated. And guess what? The same damn thing goes for you too, Brittany. It doesn't matter what you do at this point. It doesn't matter where you go. These are just the facts of life. You can, whatever man you get, everyone's going to look down on him because of you. The bottom line is men, people will not be able to respect any man you get with, not because of him, but because of you. As long as he's with you, people can't respect him. You're the reason he can't get respect. So any man you get would be a come up for you, but it would be falling off a cliff for him. By the way, in the chat room, tried talking about he was just joking. This is not the joking spot. So what you're going to do is you're going to sign off for the rest of the evening. And you will not comment anymore. If you show up again, you'll be banned. By the way, for the high school delinquents who you're getting your Britney Renner sense of humor on, by the way, get ready for your ass whooping wake up call. So you're done commenting for the night. If he comments again, ban him. But folks, the bottom line here is that Britney is, 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 is in turmoil. She is in turmoil about what's been going on. She because she wants to be respected. And the bottom line is nobody, once you say that real damn number, that's it. Your credibility as a woman rests on that number because that number tells us the level of respect you have for yourself. But it also tells us one more thing. Folks, you're not a 25-year-old female getting laid on top of by a new guy every 60 days because that's not who you are and you don't like it. If you can run through like that, that's because that's who you are. Well, can't I grow and change? Get the hell out of here. Fellas, to the young fellas in your 20s, don't let folks run that con job on you. Every single single mother slut out here. Did you say single mother sluts? I damn sure did. And deal with it, nigga. Every single mother slut out here will tell you, tell you they found religion. And I'm a new person here. And don't worry about that. Can't I change? Man, what they will not tell you is when they were with them dudes who was laying on top of them and the fellas they got pregnant by, got slutted out by, got STDs by, and got yeast infections by, what they won't tell you are the word, the three words that matter most. I liked it. Y'all notice that when y'all talk to these chicks who they trying to bury their slut years, because it's not a slut phase, they're trying to bury the slut years because the slut years eventually pile up and become cumulative, and then they become a burden. So as long as slutting your way through life is not a burden, they don't have no problem doing it. Why do you think you got so many females with OnlyFans and Instagram? They're perfectly fine slutting their way through life as long as there are no consequences. When they start out early, well, yeah, you're just starting in your slut career, so the body count going to be low. But when that body count creeps up, next thing you know, she's like, oh, wait a minute. There's a cumulative effect to all this hoeing and slutting. I, I, that was a cumulative effect I didn't have at the beginning. So now I need to offload this liability. Because now my slutting and hoeing has become a liability. But before then, what they don't tell you is I liked it. I liked sleeping with a new dude every 60 days, 90 days, every other day. I liked it. That's the part they won't tell you. A hammer don't sit up here and do something for a damn decade that she doesn't like. Let's stop the bull, John. Ladies, will y'all stop lying to these young fellas? Because you ain't lying to the old ones, except the really dumb and gullible ones. And there's some out there. But for the most part, when you come over here, ain't, ladies, can y'all just tell the truth? Y'all don't do something for 10 damn years that you don't like. You don't do something for a damn decade that you ain't enjoying. She's like, yeah, it's nasty, it's slutty, it's everything else, and I like it. I like it. That's the 
thing that they don't want to tell you. They don't ever want to say that part. Yeah, I liked it. There was actually, it was pretty cool to have a new fella to lay up with. And, and it was pretty cool to do that until everybody found out about it. But up until then, it was great. <laughs> Why, this one smells different, and this one's taller, and this one's more muscular, and this one's got more money. And this one does that real freaky, degenerate gutter stuff I like to do. Yeah, that's why do you think I was out there for 5, 10, 15, 20 years? I liked it. Now, fellas, would you sit up and listen to a chick sitting up here trying to wag her finger at you if you find out, by the way, oh, your sexual history is dumpster fire trash. If she would actually tell you, yeah, and I liked it, would you still listen to them? Would you still take their advice? Would you still let themselves here and wag their finger and tell you who they going to get and how great things are going to be? Are you going to be the fellow who stands in line and say, yep, can't wait to wipe that up. Can't wait to go ahead and make a commitment to that. If they would actually tell you the truth. If they would actually tell you the truth. If they actually did, it'd be a different matter. It'd be a different matter. When your psyche gets broken and crushed and cracked, that's what happens to you. Messing with his feed. Hold 
dancers, exotic dancers, yeah. So, okay, but Shannon, there's a difference between I've courted or I talked to, there's a difference between that and I committed to or I married. So, yeah, dudes will lay up with a chick and we don't care about body count if we just here for the layup. But that's not what Brittany is talking about. You, you love what you know, you love what you love. But but it it is a is a is a is a, a high bar to her if she makes things that she's done public. I think you understand what I'm saying. I believe that the average person is below average. So the average man is most likely not going to but you're not going to be interested in no average man. You like what you like. Stop. And I never, I never argued with you. Let me finish my thoughts. Go ahead. Let me. Okay. And then. Okay. And then we. Right. Okay. What I'm saying is, is that the average guy will tell you that I'm not spicy material. That's fine because I don't want to be with the average man. The man that I want is someone who is understanding. And if that's asking for too much for the male species, then I, I must be better off than her. The average guy. So you get what she says there. The average guy says I'm not life material. I'm not looking for the average guy. What she's trying to imply is I'm looking for an extraordinary guy. Excuse me. If you were not suitable, if you were considered to be too substandard for the average guy, then how is it that an extraordinary guy has lower standards than the average guy? If you were too deficient to be acceptable to an average man, you're telling me, yes, I am too low quality for an average man, but that's why I need an extraordinary man. No, you're not going to get an extraordinary guy. You might find a sucker. You might find a simp. You might find an idiot. Russell Wilson might get divorced. But, um... Yeah, you're not going to find an extraordinary guy because he's a guy that other extraordinary men don't get mocked and ridiculed and laughed at by average men. Let's just be done with that. Extraordinary men don't get a female that the average men pass up Extraordinary men get a female that the average guy just wishes he could have. Not a chick that the average dudes have already, that 40 or 50 average dudes have already had. How can you be an extraordinary man and you're going to make a commitment to a female that 50 average dudes have already flip-flopped them draws like Dairy Queen? Do you hear the psychotic logic and rationale going on in between those those beat behind those beat little eyes. Think about that for a few moments. Listen to what she's saying, and look at where the logic and rationale would ultimately lead you to. I'm too low quality for average men. I'm too low quality for them, but that's okay because I'm what extraordinary men want, huh? So an extraordinary man is going to take a female that a fifty average dudes have already run through these are the delusions that she has to tell herself to allow herself to sleep at night because two plus two equals dead she can't take the reality of it she can't really level with the reality of where you actually are you see as men we're not allowed to be delusional men gotta accept where they are if your funds ain't right, if your status ain't right, if your intelligence isn't together, you just got to accept that, buddy, you missed the damn train. The baddest broads, the best females ain't thinking about you. But for females, especially for the mixed variety, boy, they are allowed to walk in a wacky winter wonderland. But the bottom line is an extraordinary man isn't trying to get with a chick that 50 average dudes have already enjoyed before him. Before him. It'd be one thing if she started with an extraordinary man, but she didn't. She started with a bunch of average dudes, and she's trying to tell you that 
why all this average sexual access has made me an extraordinary woman. Folks, the fentanyl is good out there. The heroin is good. Now she's trying to clean up. She's trying to tell you there's a bright side to this. No, there's not. No, there's not. And the other thing is, how is she going to feel when she's with a dude who other men are mocking and making fun of because of her? When they're looking down on him, she's going to be, this, this sucks. Being with him sucks even worse. I thought eventually I'd get some respect. This is why ultimately it can't work for Russell Wilson's scenario because Russell Wilson's status is far below futures. Yeah, futures is degenerate, don't get me wrong. But nobody looks at Russell Wilson as the kind of guy they want to be like. Hey, she, you know what? Ciara, she might have been with future, but no, once she been with future, that's it. That's permanent. Future is literally tattooed on Ciara. Literally, once you have been with 50 men, ladies, once you have been with 40, 50, 60, 70 men, that is your identity. Stop talking about getting redeemed. Stop talking about getting the mulligan. Stop talking about getting folks overlooking. When your sexual history is who you are as a woman, because, and understand something, ladies, you better own that. Let's be very, very clear. Women love to flaunt their sexuality when it benefits them. Now, when women's sexuality is to their advantage, why they love to bring it up. Oh, ladies, I got to read the mail tonight. Come on now. Women love to flaunt their sexuality. They love to pride themselves on their sexuality. They love to pride themselves on their chastity. Women love to do that when it's to their advantage, when it's to their convenience, when they can get preferential treatment. While women have no problem discussing their sexual history when it's to their convenience, when they can lead you to believe that they got value, but as soon as the, the value is gone, they got to let you know, oh, by the way, I've been wrecked and robbed and ruined. Not ruined, runt. All of a sudden, they, they, they want you to start disregarding that. Alrighty then. So ladies, let's be, let's, let's be very, very clear. You are your sexual history. Your sexual history is your identity because that tells us as men what type of man you have primal urges for, that you are biologically attracted to, that your deep that it is irresistible to you. That's what your sexual history tells us. It also tells us how disciplined of a female you are. And let's stop the nonsense. If you was a hoe in your 20s, you still one in your 40s or your 50s or your 60s. Why do you think these little old ladies in the nursing homes are some of the highest spoken STDs? As some of the highest rates of STDs. That doesn't stop. That doesn't end. It's just now we got TikTok and Instagram. So you can see your 50, 60, 70-year-old grandmama out there still trying to shake them wildly, cellulite-ridden, wrinkly butt cheeks. That's the only difference now, but it hasn't changed. If she was okay, if she could rationalize and could sleep with herself at night after 40, 50 dudes done laid on top of her in her 20s, don't you know she is all the way over it by the time she's 40 or 50? She's all the way over that, nigga, that don't bother her. The only reason it bothers her is because she knows it bothers you. That's why Shannon's talking about she's being selfish. Fellas, get this through your head. Her lurid sexual history does not bother her. She's all right with it. As far as she's concerned, there's no problem. The only problem is that you got a problem with it. 
but she's okay with it. The only problem she's got with it is that it may get in the way of a dude sitting up here taking her off the market, but she's like, other than that, my sexual history is, eh, meh, non-issue. It's only a problem for me because it's a problem for you. If it wasn't a problem for you, it wouldn't be a problem at all because I'm like, I'm cool with it. I'm cool. So ladies, your sexual history is your identity. It is who you are. You can't sit up here and bandy it around like a trophy when it benefits you and then say, oh, wait a minute, too many bodies. We go ahead and dump that trophy off somewhere. No, ladies. No. No. And by the way, one more thing, just in case you want to argue about it. If you found out that the man you're talking to slept with another man five years ago, back in college, you wouldn't, that's just one dude, one. Well, I had me a boyfriend 10, 15 years ago. As women, you'd be like, oh, that is your identity. Let me get this straight. Another man oiled you up, put a G-string on you? Well, uh, yeah, but I mean, it was, I was in college and I was a young man. I was like, you'd be like, oh, hell no. That's exactly what you would say. As women, you would say, oh, that is his sexual identity. Oh, he can't ever outstrip that. He can't ever outgrow that. He can't ever redeem himself from that. It's like, oh, no, that's who you are. He's trying to tell you about all the women he's dated since then. You're like, I don't give a damn. No, sir. No. You're done. Okay, well, guess what, ladies? Your sexual history is your identity, too. Hurting feelings tonight. I don't think I'm asking for the impossible. You literally just said that exotic dancers, lawyers, whoever, love you, love. Right. Who you're drawn to, who right. you're drawn to. He didn't say that he married them, you nitwit. Dancers, lawyers, whoever, love you, love. Right. Who you're drawn to, who you're right. drawn to. The average person is not going to want to make that that jump and that's okay because i'm not talking to them i don't need anyone average i'm not average there's nothing about my mentality that's average i don't care myself as average i don't look average i'm not mundane and forgettable just okay what i want to do now i want to show her to you i want to show her to you so you can see how animated and excited <laughs> she's getting and how volatile she's becoming by the way there's another mixed chick trait Mixed chicks are volatile as hell. We'll come back to that. But uh, I want to show you. I want to show you what this looks like. We're going to play this briefly because I don't want to get deemed too badly. I want you to see her expression. See what she's doing while she's saying this part. Uh, something baby you got over three dozen bodies you don't stand for nothing you've been laying down too damn if you stood up you wouldn't have three dozen bodies ma'am Brittany you don't stand for nothing if you had been standing you never would have gotten three dozen bodies baby I ain't bombing on you I'm just saying this is simple physics if you had actually been standing as opposed to what you were doing you wouldn't have three dozen bodies so please stop it I want you all to see what she's doing there, and she's coming unglued. You see that she's coming unglued now because this is the part that hits home. Because now we're not just talking about men, you're talking about the quality of man, but it's also going to a deeper point, and that's the next part I'm gonna get into here. It goes to a deeper point. And that's okay, because I'm not talking to them. I don't need anyone average. I'm not. Average. There's nothing about my mentality that's average. I don't care myself as average. I don't look average. I'm not mundane and forgettable. Just like, I, I stand for something. 
All right, folks. So we're now going to get into mixed mulatto madness. Some of my light-skinned chicks here are going to be upset. Some are going to be hating on it. I get it. I get it. To an extent, I would advise you to watch that because a female who has to deal with a lot of roughhousing, she's, by definition, she's going to have to take on some masculine affectations and mannerisms. She's going to have to. Otherwise, she cannot continue roughhousing. She can't do that. If she's going to be able to hang with the boys, she's going to have to start at some point becoming one. Have you informed her that she is a boy or have you informed her that she is a girl? She doesn't get to roll around in the dirt and the mud anymore. And if you have not informed her that she is a black female in America, then you're telling her that America's, America's history doesn't matter, which is a damn lie because the history has shaped the place you're in now. If you have not specifically informed her of that, 